right off the bat. Right off the bat. And um, so that was one of our goals was to not do any ums, and I did one, the first word. Great um, job. So welcome to Thursdays with Mo and Joe. I am Moesha. And I am Joey. And this is our podcast, yeah, like podcast. we said it's before. Yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? So the purpose of this podcast is to just bridge a space between us, um, the students and the ENC community, and... We, we're going to have some fun with it. Yeah, why not? Why not have some fun? Right off the bat, let's give you some fun. How about a word of the day, Moesha? Word of think? the day. Yeah, let's go for it. Um, You know, during these times, I think, apocalypse. Apocalypse? apocalypse. Yeah, that feels like a good word to yeah. use right now. Uh, yeah. Feel free to... Uh, Google feel the free meaning to, of that. Hmm? The meaning? Should we tell them the meaning? Yeah, the if someone doesn't know what the meaning of the apocalypse is, then uh, look around, everybody. Um, <laughs> so... You all know about coronavirus. Uh, Moesha, have you seen this email that we got about coronavirus? Oh, yes, Joey, I have. Do you know that we are allowed to eat in our rooms now? We, I think it's we have to eat in our rooms. Is I mean, we is. can have I mean, a picnic six feet apart, you know. Yeah, at the picnic protocol. tables, but you got to stay pretty far apart. Today, Moesha and I actually ate lunch together. That's against the rules. Three Don't feet do apart. That. It was not chill. Uh, Patsy Malice came up to us. Uh, God bless her soul. She's incredible. Um, she's doing such great work. And uh, that was embarrassing. We'll be honest. But um, we got six feet apart. And we did. lunch went great. Lunch went great. Smooth. So The I last time we leave lunch again together. Yeah, because Moesha, uh, what are your plans? Tell the people about your plans for, for what you're going to do. You know, I'm just trying to figure out what's the best thing for me. Being she's giving town. She's giving town, everybody. So we actually have a guest um, today. He is your SGA president of the current school year. Uh, it's weird to think about that this is still the same school year, but it is, and he is still your SGA president nonetheless. No longer a bachelor, though. No longer a bachelor. We're going to make that announcement right on the <laughs> airwaves, so hope, hope you're ready for that, Noah. <laughs> Noah, uh, tell the people how you're doing. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's Thanks so for good to me. have you here, bro. Hi, so Noah. Good to have you I here. appreciate you guys having me. Sorry we just uh, exposed you to the world, but um, congratulations. <laughs> my bad, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, all good, all good. Noah. Oh my gosh, Lynn just did a cartwheel. <laughs> Lynn just did a cartwheel in the studio, ladies and gentlemen. This is, this is the type of entertainment that you have to pay for, but we're giving it to you for free. Too bad um, you can't see it, though. <laughs> maybe someday, maybe someday. So, uh, Noah. Yes. So, SGA uh, has made a statement about the coronavirus. Now, personally, I had no idea that that happened. Um, could you tell the people a little bit about it and a where to bit find it, where to find it? Yeah. Yeah, you bet. So uh, Paul Chung, the VP, he wrote um, uh, a statement um, on behalf of exec SGA for us. Um, and it was posted right outside um, SGA's office. But as we all know, not many students are here. So it's no not, not going to be easy days. for, for <laughs> a lot of people to go go read it. So I'll give you guys a, uh, a quick summary of it. But it. Um, he said, uh, we, we never imagined that this situation would get to the point it's at now, but here we are. A lot of us are scared. A lot of us are frustrated. Uh, we don't know how this all has affected you. Maybe it hasn't, or maybe, maybe it has, and quite significantly. With our school now among many other institutions that have had to greatly alter their operations in the face of coronavirus, um, this is now personal. Countless people right now are anxiously waiting the days to come uh, within the next few weeks or even months, clouded in uncertainty. 
people are worrying about their family members contracting the virus. People are losing their jobs because of the virus. And um, some of these people have to say goodbye to close friends much sooner than, than anticipated. Someone is having to reevaluate their life course because their future has met an un uncontrollable obstacle. Maybe that someone is you, maybe that someone is your close friend or a family member, your roommate, a teammate, a student in a couple of your classes, that Hebrews worker, that kid who plays in chapel, whoever it is, it is someone, a person, a fellow human, uh, a fellow human being who is walking apprehensively day by day alongside you as the situation unfolds. Regardless, it's been our honor, our privilege, and our pleasure to serve you as your, your exec SGA leaders this past year. In some ways, this year hasn't gone exactly as we had hoped, and it's certainly not ending the way we had wanted to. But our prayers and well wishes are with you, and more importantly, our God is with all of us. Um, so that was just a quick summary of what Paul wrote, and uh, that will be up on Veritas, uh, on Veritas's website. Well done, Paul Chong. That was oh, so amen. eloquently written. Yeah, and I think that that's totally true about this feeling of uncertainty. I think that that is really what's you know hitting everybody so hard. Um, you are in a room with. It's the same room as before? Yes, right? same room. Tell us, same tell us who's in there. Shout some people out. Give yeah. it to them. You know, come on, go ahead. Definitely. So uh, we're in Young 303, and we've been in Young 303. Hey. Wow. And we, we've named ourselves since this whole coronavirus. Frat 303, okay, the word. first ENC fraternity. Word. Frat 303. Interesting. And we named ourselves Uzma Kappa after... Monsters University, Uzma Kappa. Okay, so, okay. Yeah, so I love it. I it's haven't seen good. that movie, so I you gotta can't watch be a part it. of it. Great movie. That's tough. And who's, and who's all in there with you guys? Cody Cook, mm -hmm. Jose guy. Mata, great and guy. Caleb Golden. Bunch of great guys. Love it. Wow. Can Absolutely you tell us what it. your roommates do, you and your roommates do for fun? Six feet apart, of course. Of course. We play video games together. Of course, we got to. So um, many video games. Cody and I are... Our fiends with Madden. We like to play Madden Ooh, a lot. Ooh, okay. And okay. then, uh, yeah, we just hang out, have a good time. We're we're slowly, um, slowly learning how to do TikToks. So we've, we've created oh. our, our own TikTok account, Uzma Kappa. On, now are we talking TikTok. dancing TikToks or anything, anything comedy, anything? Yeah. yeah. And does the public ever get to see this? That, yes, it's open to public. So go follow the oh. Uzma Kappa TikTok account. Oh, I will definitely be giving that a follow. Make sure <laughs> right. you make sure you follow the Uzma Kappa TikTok, everybody. Please, do, we love please that. Do. Yes. We love that. Um, I know my roommates and I, shout out uh, Brennan, Richie, and Devin, uh, we've been pretty stuck in the room. Is that how it's been for you guys pretty much? Spending most of the hours except maybe meals? Yeah, we definitely, Cody had the good idea of to, like get out the room whenever we can. Mm. So like doing homework and stuff like that, we go to the library. Um, All together, usually? Sometimes, sometimes. Yeah. Um, Jose and Caleb have different jobs. Uh, Cody and I and Jose has worked in the calf, so we've been trying to just kind of get out whenever mm. we can, and instead of just like packing ourselves in the room. But we've all been right, trying what to about get out and doing stuff off campus a little bit. What about you and your Mitch, Joey? Yeah, do you guys get out and do work? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, we're doing a great job. Um, we yesterday I bought Animal Crossing, and uh, Devin and Brendan have been playing Animal Crossing all the whole time, and and now Richie is incredibly jealous and considering going all in to get a switch and animal crossing so we'll see if we can you know convert him you is, know is there like an online where you guys can play yeah you can we can we can like go to each other's villages and stuff Ooh. it's it's like um it's pretty silly but we're just vibing you know that's all you can do you got to. times like Good. these you, you know got just to. vibe glad so. to know you guys are catching up in schoolwork too yeah that's not what's important here no just kidding schoolwork is what's in front and we and we are all about the schoolwork here at the enc podcast noah um could you tell us a little bit about basketball this season? Um, that was an incredible season by you guys, and and you 
you you reached a thousand points, didn't you, my friend? I did. How'd that feel? It was it was a it was a cool thing, cool thing to do. It's definitely a goal of mine since freshman year coming um, to reach a thousand points. But wow. honestly, I couldn't have done it without my teammates and my coaches. And Amen. Honestly, everyone that that helped me get to where I am, even before college. So yeah, shout it's, out to the basketball it's a, team. It's an individual honor, but like I like to give thanks to everyone that's helped me get there. For sure, for sure. It's definitely a team thing. Yeah, and you and you and Josh Rice both. Uh, yeah, and and you guys came in together. That's got to feel pretty cool to it's, like. It was really cool on on your way out. Get it? Definitely. Yeah, and Josh, awesome. Josh passed his dad this year too, so that was really cool for wow. him. Wow! All right, I flex on him, Josh. <laughs> yeah. Shout out! <laughs> and Shout out the boy. Another fun fact: he w- his jersey number is thirty three, and he was the thirty third person to score a thousand points in school history. Oh wow! That's got to be oh, some sort of other accolade for <laughs> sure. I wish you guys could see Lynn's face right now, but if you know yeah. Lynn, <laughs> that blue Lynn's She's mind. excited. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, so Noah. Now the cafeteria. You are working in the cafeteria. You stole my question, Joey. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You, oh. you go first. Thank you. Please. So being the humble servant leader that you are on our campus, Noah, can you tell us a little about uh, serving drinks for the students? Yeah, definitely. So um, I've been working in the cafe since this whole thing has gone down and since students have kind of moved out. And my my role right now is serving drinks in the cafeteria. Yeah, you've so been doing a fantastic job. <laughs> thank you, by the way. Thank you. Um, Full cups. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys do want a drink specialty, since I've been getting a little bored, you get to mix a couple drinks and try and try and find some good flavors. But when you guys come back to campus, I strongly recommend like a third cup Sierra Mist, oh. a third cup Passion Orange Guava, okay, and okay. then just a touch, a touch of Fruit Punch. Or cranberry juice, depending on your style. Just to clear things up, folks, these are mixed non-alcoholic yeah. drinks and not... But truly a little drinks. bit of mixology there from Noah, and we like that. We do. Yeah, I don't know how that could happen in the calf, but... Yeah, <laughs> there's literally no <laughs> way, Moesha. I, I had to everybody that knew. in the cafeteria. I don't know why, yeah. <laughs> Just making sure, you know... Now, it's, it's been interesting in there. They're not allowed to allow five, more than five students, right? And it's all pickup. It so is. students it who are not on campus right now, that may be interesting to you. We were doing takeout for the cafeteria where you all get the little uh clam boxes and and take our food elsewhere as of as of yesterday or today when this email came out we have to uh return to our respective rooms or like Moesha said picnic tables six feet apart so the cafeteria has been uh an interesting thing to navigate here but it is a time where we get to socialize and it's (laughs) it's been nice it's been nice (laughs) um so we're actually uh that was really awesome, Noah. We're so thankful to have you in studio. Thank you. For really appreciate me. you coming in. Thank you, Noah. We're gonna transition to our next guest. So, Moesha, um, what have you thought about the cafeteria? What do you think? Honestly, Joey, I've been really impressed with the food that we've been having. I'll be real; they're killing it. They are. They're killing it, and it's really, n- it's really nice. I don't know if it's like less students. Yeah, less it could stress. be. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, Jamie. Great work. Keep it up. We really appreciate it. Yep. Um, and now we're actually going to go to Lynn and Carrie, who are going to give us a little introduction about what we're uh, what we're trying to do here. Yep. Thanks, Joey. This is Lynn Bollinger. I am an employee and staff member here at Eastern Nazarene College, and I'm joined by Carrie Lewis. Hey, Carrie. Hey. I am also a staff member at ENC and an ordained elder in the Church of Nazarene. That's right. We both are. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot that about myself. <laughs> Thanks for the reminder. It's the technology. It's freaking us out. All these new things. (laughs) All of a sudden, my mind has gone blank, and I don't know who I am. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard about something recently called TikTok that I'm supposed to learn. The TikTok? 
It's TikTok. A- it's is that an app? Uh, from what I hear, I, something about videos, and they're apparently funny <laughs> that I okay. need to learn. In addition to podcasting and right. uh, Zoom and something called Canvas. I'm out of my element right Everything's now. Everything's new. Everything's new. Everything's new. I yeah. I'll be honest. I saw Jill Dean posted something on TikTok yesterday, or I, it wasn't even on TikTok. <laughs> it was TikTok posted to Instagram, and I was like, "How did that happen? I don't know. What is TikTok? Why? Why TikTok? Why? What's up with that name, TikTok? I don't is, know. Is it is it timed? Does it have anything to do with a clock? Does it I have no idea? So much technology to learn now in this new age. It's pushing us into technology, and that's good. It is, good. which brings us to this podcast. Why are we here? What are we doing here? Don't know what we're doing. Carrie, we don't know what we're doing. No. <laughs> Let's just admit it no. from the from the top. But we're up for trying something new and we know that we want to reach out to our students, to uh, the entire ENC community wherever you are. And we felt like this was probably one of the best ways we could do that. So yeah. So here we go with not ever having done this before. Um, we are just simply calling it the ENC podcast and you've already heard some of the, um, some of our content from Joey and Moesha, Mo and Joe. (laughs) And so this particular part of our podcast, Carrie and I are going to lead each week and we decided that we would really focus in on a particular biblical term and part of the biblical story called exile. So we feel like maybe we need to go into what what that term means and why would why would we even choose that you have anything to say about that carrie or yeah i think that theme of exile is going to come up a lot in scripture um, for those of you who are familiar with scripture um, it really is a cycle um, that you see over and over again of of the people of god being displaced um, from the place that they called home um, and that really resonates with kind of where we're at right now where um, we've for sure been displaced um, from a place where our identity, where we knew who we were, where we had a community around us that we knew and understood, we felt like we had a place in the world and we're on a path. And then suddenly, um, not by our own volition or choices, uh, we've been thrust into a new place, into another place uh, that's completely unfamiliar. And uh, we had the rug just completely pulled out from under us. Yeah, I think it's, you can sort of compare it to just being at home, experiencing what home means, right? Home for us is what's comfortable, what's familiar with the people that we love and trust, a place that's sort of safe. When I think of, you know, what makes me feel like I'm at home when I walk in the door and I smell a familiar smell that makes, sort of just keys me in, this is my, this is my place. This is where I belong. Um, I wonder, Carrie, if there's anything about your home when you walk in or when you're there that makes you think, yeah, this is, this is my place. I'm really into essential oils right now, which is makes me okay. such a, I'm, a, I'm a little bit of a hippie. Um, so right now I'm all about, uh, eucalyptus and peppermint, which are energizing scents. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really a smell that is happy to me. And then I use a lot of cinnamon and orange together as well, which okay. I highly recommend. Homey, warming. For me, maybe this says something about my family, but it definitely is the smell of food. Mm. And um, so my grandmother passed on a recipe through my family, a a recipe for banana bread. So whenever I am cooking that or I walk into my house and my daughter's cooking banana bread, that 
particular scent is what feels like home to me. There are other scents in our home <laughs> that also, not that I wish they smelled like home to me. Shout out to Larry. Um, but no. <laughs> um, yeah, but they remind me that, oh, I'm with the people that I love and trust. Mm. Larry also uses cologne. I suppose I, I should say that. It could be good smells. It could be good smells, yeah. right. It wasn't insinuating, yeah. you know, bad smells. No. Anyways, okay, we better move on from the smells <laughs> of home. But in this place where people are forced to go and live in a different land and something somewhere that's strange or unfamiliar, the word that scripture uses to describe that place is going into exile, into a disoriented, unfamiliar, unknown place where things are strange. And so I sort of felt like that's really the word to describe, help us to describe what we're living in. It's the biblical word, I think, and story that calls us to a place where we might understand what's happening. Now, when we, when Christians or biblical studies or pastors talk about exile, they're referring to a specific point in Israeli history when um, they fell to the power and rule of Babylon in 587 B.C., but there were other stories about exile that happened in scripture long before that story took place. So Carrie's going to maybe fill us in on what was one of those places that we saw the story of exile in scripture. It really starts in uh, Genesis 1 when you look at, a lot of times we kind of skip over Genesis 1 and think it's a familiar story to us, but it sets up our foundation of who God is and who we are as the people of God. And if you look at it, um, I'll read Genesis 1, 1 and 2. Uh, when God began to create the heavens and the earth, the earth was without shape or form. It was dark over the deep sea, and God's spirit swept over the waters. Right from the beginning of God's miraculous creating, uh, there is this, what this version says, without shape or form. Uh, it's the Hebrew words tohu, vabohu. And those two words occur together in scripture. Bohu only occurs three times. Um, but tohu, they mean chaos, formlessness, void. Uh, really, they mean uninhabitable and uninhabited. So right in the beginning of this story is this chaos that seems like it's unable to support life right. and no life can be found within it. Mm -hmm. And that's the chaos I feel like we find ourselves in in this exile of something completely out of control, uh, something that we feel like cannot sustain our life. And that's right from the beginning of the foundation in scripture. Right. I think one of the other pieces that I love about that particular way that scripture describes chaos is that it's in this place of dark waters. Mm -hmm. And we, we maybe have heard that metaphor used, whether in scripture or in songs that we sing, uh, or in poetry or other forms of art that I find myself in this place of darkness or in the deep. And those references um, we find right here in the very beginning of Scripture when things were empty and void, it was in a place of dark or in the deep of a dark water. Mm -hmm. yeah. So from that moment, um, God creates order. I don't know if we want to go there today. You want to hold off on that for another podcast episode. Mm -hmm. What are you thinking? This is one of my favorite passages in scripture, so it's hard not to talk about it. Uh, but from here, 
we see God come right into the midst of the chaos and the deep. It says God's spirit swept over the waters. So I think of the deep, dark waters and the chaos as the scariest place I can imagine. You know, I'm not a strong swimmer. When we go to the ocean, like I don't go in. It's EJ that takes our son into the water because I'm actually kind of afraid of it. Um, And then here you have God going right into the deepest, darkest, scariest place you can imagine. And the spirit of God comes right in and begins to bring order in this chaos and create a new rhythm that you see in the creation story over the course of the days. Yeah. I think that really brings us to the sort of the question of for the day for this part of the podcast is um, what what is exile, but why are we talking about exile during this moment? And as you describe that, Carrie, of being in the deepest, darkest place that I can imagine, I think for us in our lifetimes, this this has to be one of those places and um, one of the s- sources that we've been using to help us learn a little bit about exile has been Scott Daniel's book, Embracing Exile. And in uh, the very beginning of that book, he asked the question, what is your 587 BC moment? You know, what is that, that moment, that deepest, darkest moment? And as soon as I read that statement, it just sort of hit me. This is it. This is the 587 BC moment, and we are living in that moment, in that deep, dark water. And what I think maybe what might help some of our listeners, Carrie's, if you and I maybe share what have been some of those moments that we have had um, that sort of help us answer that question and say, yes, I know this is the 587 BC moment. Yeah, for me, it's looking at my son's experience of this. My son is six and an only child, um, and seeing him experience loneliness as much as my husband and I can play with him and we come up with fun games and we've had a lot of family time together, he still longs to play with other kids. And he was telling a story about playing freeze tag at school and how much fun it was with his whole class, and I can't think or tell him when the next time he'll be able to do that will be. And so I think about how this experience is going to shape him our life was going to be divided into what life was like before this and what life will be like after it. Uh, that just loss of control, um, that loss of foresight, and to be able to see what's next is really unsteadying. Yeah, I think that that is certainly one of the questions that I feel like emerges when we are in exile is, when are we going home? When are we going back to life as normal? What's the timeline of, of exile? Um, and then who are we going to be, right? Who is Ezra going to be in the midst of this and after this? Who are mm-hmm. you and I going to be? I think also living in exile, it gives us this opportunity to, to stop the way of life as it was and to be a little bit adventurous. Mm-hmm. I think we're all trying to be creative in these moments. That's why we're having the podcast. But some of the ways that... Um, my family has just tried to be creative. We're, we're creating things out of toilet paper. <laughs> we are, we bought a green screen. My husband, it was, I mean, we hadn't even announced that that school was stopping for a few weeks before he was on Amazon and had purchased a green screen <laughs> so that we could do some creative things while we were stuck inside our homes. Um, we had a dessert making contest over the weekend and someone created a strawberry pie. Another person created a dessert out of 
pickles. Um, you know, it's just, it gives us the opportunity to really let some things go by the wayside, right? We're losing control anyways. So let's lean in to the moment. Let's be adventurous. Let's also be reflective and lament the things that we've lost. But as we try to figure out how, or we're figuring out who we're going to be in this moment, allow that to be the new creation that God is bringing into our lives. Mm. Mm. And that's the pattern you kind of see in scripture too, the lament of the people, you know, and I find myself, I keep going on this up and down, like one, one day everything is fine. And then the next day, um, I just feel this profound sense of loss of what I've lost um, and the feel like the need to mourn for myself and for others and what they've lost. And that you see the people of God doing in their times of exile as well. If you look through the book of Lamentations, it's super dark. Uh, with the conditions of how things were and how what life was like or you look in the book of psalms they ride this sometimes things are great and sometimes things are really dark and they're Mm -hmm. crying out to god and that's part of the process too of exile is finding those times to mourn and to release and right and cry out i just want to close our segment of the podcast with a prayer that was written by walter brueggemann i'm reading his devotional away other than our own during this Lenten season, and I shouldn't be surprised, but most of what Brueggemann shares in this particular devotional is related to exile. And so just want to end with this prayer that he wrote. He says, In the midst of exile, we look for you, O God. Teach us your new song, that we may present a counter to the ways of death and celebrate your faithfulness and the new life that you are ever bringing into being. Amen. Well, that's it for our segment. Carrie, you and I need like a sign off. We do. We need some way to like a fun way to end this. Yeah. I I think like, you know how like Brad and Angelina had Brangelina and they kind of merged their names into (laughs) a single name. Maybe we could merge our names into, Mm. you know, Ken, Ken, <laughs> Karen. Oh, so many options. Not Larry, because mm. that just sounds like Larry. Like Larry, so, and then he gets right. the credit. But really. by next week, we'll come up with our some kind of a sign off, something fun. Sign off. Yeah. Okay. Great. Bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Hi, I'm Marcy Zaccardi. I'm Katie Whalen. I'm Adriana Iglesias. And I'm Polly Gomes. And this is our piece called Room Three Eleven. In times of crisis, when everything is moving around, my feelings go into little brown boxes, unlabeled with open when safe. Only Only safe safe isn't a time. time, And little brown boxes stack up. How are you feeling? Fine. Probably. There is work to be done. I sleep extremely deeply because of how much I run my body down. All just to distract myself from wanting you again. Why am I still Still sad? sad? Why am I still Still broken? broken? Why do I have more healing to do? How am I today? Breathing. Coping. Breathing. Laughing. Living. Laughing. Living. But without you for who knows how long, I have an ache in my chest and tears behind my eyes. What am I feeling? Don't ask me, okay? I'm going through a breakup. I have online to stay classes, inside 23 hours classes, a day. Online classes. Online I feel so lonely. just not get it. How do you think I'm feeling? Wow, that literally gave me chills the first time I heard it, and no different this time. Did you 
You enjoyed it? They were awesome. Yeah. I love hearing so from good. them. Wow. So good. Wow. So um, they're actually going to be bringing us that every week. Um, those four are incredible, incredible, and we're so excited to work with them more in the future. Um, you know what, Moesha? I was thinking, what if we just called Janin right now? Uh, why? Uh, what? Why not? I just... I. I don't see the point of it. What do you think, it, Noah? You, I, I think that's a great idea. Bubba, can you get Jan on the phone? I guess if can Noah says Jan yes, we yeah. should do it. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I'm excited about this. And uh, do you, So, what ahead, what exactly are we going to talk to Janin about? I, I don't care. Anything. Let's. I just want to hear Janin's voice. I haven't heard him in forever. He's, I miss him. I do miss Janin, Janin. a lot. Yo. Janin! Janin! What's up, Janin? Hi, Janin! I'm not the Janet, can you hear us, bro? Yeah, Jan- I hear Joey. I hear Janet, you are you are on ENC Pod, bro. Welcome, Janet. It's live, so watch out. Oh wait, are you for real? You yeah. better be ready, dude. You're on. <laughs> We're being real. It's uh, it's me, Moesha, and and our boy Noah Cheney is in studio too. What's up, Janet? What up? What up? Wait, am I live? In- on the air? Yep, you're oh, live. Oh, yeah, you're on the air right now, oh, Janet. Love, love that. What's up? What's up? How's life? Janet, <laughs> well, that's a question we wanted to ask you. How's life in... How's life in New York? Uh, you know, there's like... We're all, we're all gonna die. <laughs> Why are we all gonna die, Janet? What's the, what's the reason that we would possibly all die? Huh? What, why are we gonna die? Why would we die? Oh, you know, there's like over uh, 20,000 cases here. You know, we're all stuck inside. Everything's closed down, which I guess is the main impact. It feels, it feels like it's the end of the world, huh, Janin? Huh? The world's ending. Does it feel like the world's ending? Yeah, the world's ending, for sure. What do we, uh... What do you What do you think of that? What do you think of... What's the word? I'm trying to think of... What is it? It starts with an A. What's How- the... House day. Apocalypse. Oh, <laughs> he said it. He said the word. Got it. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So, uh, Janin. Don't worry. Janin, we, we have a question for you, bro. Um, can you, first, before we get to the question, will you please ask Noah Cheney any question that's ever been on your mind about anything? Yeah. Any anything. question you any ever question. wanted to ask Noah Cheney. Now's your time. Come on, this is so... Janet, shoot your Uh, shot. Come on. You know, how does it feel to score a thousand points now? Does it it feel good? It it feels great, man. It feels great. Real, uh... Love love to hear it. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Janet, since it is the apocalypse, is there anybody you want to, like, shout out? Yeah, say something nice about the world, Janet. About the world? Yeah. Maybe this is your chance. Anybody. What's good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot your shot. Anybody. Exactly. You know, I was going to say, can I, can I tell my mom? My, my mom, you know, it's the positive, but mm. she's been cooking nice, so that, that's been pretty cool. What about, uh, have you have you been thinking about Chili Square very much? Oh, yeah, Chili Square, Lee Han Sandwich, you know, my favorite places. <laughs> I, I hope they're staying in business. Shout out to them. Everybody, everybody go to Chili Square and Lee Han Sandwich <laughs> to get takeout. Janet, remember that bomby girl you had a crush on? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I gave you your number, so look out for the call. Yep, be ready for that one. Be ready for that one. It's not a real thing, so I'm not I'm not understanding this. 
Janet. Janet, all right. Thanks for calling, bro. We love you. Bye, Janet. See you, Janet. Bye. All right. That was awesome. I love Janet. Um, Everybody, we might do that more. So uh, just be ready because you never know if it's going to be you. So just in case you guys don't know, there are a bunch of national weird days happening right now. Oh, you're going to talk about the days? Yeah. What day it is? Okay. Why not? Go ahead. So first one. Today's American Diabetes Association Alert Day. That was a mouthful that I messed up. That's a tongue twister, that's for yeah. sure. Uh, National Agricultural Day. National Cheesecake Day, folks. Oh, okay. There. Yeah, okay. I mean, you can't dine in, but you can go pick up some cheesecake, maybe. Yeah, get that uh, Cheesecake Factory delivery or something like that somewhere. Yeah, and the yeah. last one, National Chocolate Covered Raisins Day. So, oh. all of you. <laughs> there's, you know, there's a holiday for everybody. <laughs> there's a holiday for everybody. Can. That's what that's what we like to say. Um so that's, I think that's going to do it. I, yeah. I've had a blast. It's been a lot of fun. Um, we're looking forward to next week. Uh, we don't know who the guest is going to be yet. Just kidding. We totally do. You guys just don't. Just watch um, our ENC podcast. Sorry. Yeah. Just watch our Instagram account and at ENC pod. At ENC pod. That's the one. Just make sure you're keeping up with it. We're going to drop hints about who the upcoming guests are. Um, we're really excited for next week. It's going to be really cool. It was awesome to have Lynn and Carrie on this week. And thank you so much, Noah, in studio. We love it. Thanks, Shannon, for answering our call. And, Shannon, yeah, you did a great job. You weren't actually live, but, you know, (laughs) it still sounded great. Um, And thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Thank you so much, everybody. Yeah. We love you.